If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. Instagram, I would like to introduce you to YouTube. YouTube, I want to introduce you to Instagram. We all one big family right now. Uh, appreciate y'all being on. So we're going to be talking finance. And this is called man, hashtag man to man. You know what I'm saying? Because usually Shira's with me. But uh, as I was just telling YouTube, you know, Shire let me play with my friend and, you know, said I could play with my guy friends today. So I'm going to be connected with Zay Matlock. Uh, I'm going to bring him in in one second. But let me introduce Zay first, man. So Zay Matlock is uh, a really cool cat that I follow here on Instagram. He has two different platforms, Debt Free and Fitness uh, that he has with his lovely wife. uh, When they, you know, they're trying to get you to get your finances together and get you get your figure together. Right. So that's kind of how I started following him. But then at the top of the year, he he, he did another platform uh, called First Gen Wealth Building. And, you know, we, we are all about that at Black Mary Debt Free. So I'm going to get Zay in here without further ado. And we're just going to chop it up. we just going to have a good time. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Man, not too much, man. Glad to finally uh... connect, right? Yeah, man. I make it, man. I'm super hyped, man. Super hyped. When you reached out and said... You know, matter of fact, when I asked for y'all to do the interviews, like, let's do a God chat, I said, oh, that's perfect, man. And yeah, then, Monday, you know, I was watching uh, the Earn Your Leisure with, you know, Trevor and uh, Ian. I was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta be a part of that somehow, some way. So when you said it, I said, oh. <laughs> so, hey, man, I was just kind of introducing. I don't know if you saw that. I was trying to, you know, introduce you. Uh, so I'm, I'm simulcasting on YouTube as well. So I told them, you know, any questions, uh, uh, go ahead and let us know first of all if you could kind of tell uh tell my viewers and listeners a little bit you know what what made you start your ig and kind of like a little bit of your background i know it's probably an in-depth story but yeah no all right so i'll try to you know keep it brief um so that way we can get into the goods but man just some context my background um let's see it was uh 20 it all started in 2017 man i had um at the time, I had spent some time at Geico, and then I got a, a, I left and went to Capital One and got a significant raise. And with that money, you know, I, I went to school for finance, so I thought I knew what I was doing with with, with finance. You know, I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I budget, I can move stuff around. You know, I, I'm counting money that I didn't make yet, and uh, that was a bad mistake. So, you know, going into early 2018 um, in D.C., they just built the uh, new MGM. Mm. Uh, you know, I was, I had a little extra float money. So I would go in every now and then and try to make, you know, a couple, you know, quick flip. Um, that just, you know, led me down a rabbit hole to where I was, I was, I, you know, I built up more debt on top of student loans. And I was like, all right, this, this quick flip ain't, this ain't happening. I'm losing too much money. 
Uh, so after that, you know, I was like, all right, I got to figure this out. So I read the book, Your Money of Your Life, at around November, October, November of 2018. Um, and prior to that, in September, I had gotten engaged to my, my now wife. So all of that, I was like, all right, if I'm out to start a family, I got to get this together. There's no way I could buy a house, start a family if I'm out here doing this, all of this. So then, you know, I read that book and I was like, all right, cool. Then about December 2018, we started our Instagram and I the whole, you know, debt free community got turned on to like Dave Ramsey. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed into, you know, finding different people who, uh, you know, were in the personal finance space, but looked like us. And that right. was know and to be 100 you guys were like one of the first people i found like oh like oh i like you know i'm listening to your podcast i'm always to tell you all the time like man i feel like i'm in the car with y'all love the music everything my vibe right here (laughs) (laughs) and that's just kind of how things got rolling you know after that you know december we paid my wife car off and then all 2019 yeah because that's you know the year we got married we was paying off debt saving for the wedding um, and ever since then, man, it's just, it's been a blessing, you know, when you do right by your money, um, what I got yours say, if you treat your money right, your money will treat you right. <laughs> that's real. That's, that's, that's pretty much my background, man. That's how the Instagram got started. You know, I just wanted to share that journey, be open about my failures, my mistakes, and just, you know, teach others from, um, you know, from my past mistakes. I had a lot of mentors and the one thing they always made me promise was, you know, make sure you know, what I pour into you, you have to pour into the next generation and those. And so whatever you learn, you got to make sure you keep passing it down. And so I always made that promise to my mentors to do the same thing. And so I was like, you know, if I'm if I'm open about what I'm struggling with, they go, people going to hold me accountable. And right. I, can't, I can't be slacking no more. So that's how it all began, man. Yeah. Hey, that's that's real. And I love, uh, you know, how you, you, you guys married the, uh, you and your, your lovely wife, how you guys married the fitness side. And the financial thing, because like, if somebody who said like, when you start doing, you know, handling your money, well, now you want to be here to to actually enjoy that, you know, you don't want to be sick or you know out of shape and all this stuff. So like, what? How'd you get into the fitness thing? Is that something that you just you all naturally just been into? Yeah. Okay. So funny story, right? Fitness. Um. So my fitness journey started actually in 2014. Uh, while back and um, really I think that just started because a, a close group of my friends man they were all gym heads and I was like any guy in the group man I was like yo, I can't be hanging around all these buff dudes man <laughs> like it's not cool yo like man fuck this man I'm gonna get in the gym um, yeah. I, I, ch- I tried this like workout routine it was like 12 weeks man and at that time I was still single so I was living by myself and um you know, I went on a strict diet and uh, it was a 12 week program. And after that, you know, it just built into a habit of going to the gym. Um, and funny thing is, I met my wife at the gym. So um, I met her in 2015. We met at the gym and that's just always been like at the center of our relationship, fitness. So before we got into talking about finances and all that stuff, we were always like going to the gym. I mean, before we even went on our first date, we worked out for like two weeks straight seeing each other like sweaty like all that good stuff so it was like when now it was like oh she cleaned up real good <laughs> so the chemistry was already there easy man it was so easy uh because it was kind of like we went on like 10 mini dates you know just going to the gym and you know talking and all of that stuff so that's really how the fitness started man just me having a group of friends who were really big into it 
you know, they inspired me to get fit. Um, and then after that, you know, just maintaining that, that, that lifestyle, man, you know, uh, one of the things I always said is that, you know, as we get older, we got to take care of our bodies. You know, like you were saying, you want to make sure, you know, that when we get older, the money we have, we can enjoy it. Um, so, you know, I just want to be around for a long time. And so, you know, fitness was really big uh, for me. Now, as far as eating clean, that's where my wife come in. She's handled, okay. you know, she keep the boy healthy and all that good stuff. That's that's where she really helped pick me up. I already had the fitness part as far as just working out with my, you know, eating right and all that. Nah, that wasn't for me, but you know, that's how we got into fitness, man. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I always check y'all out, and I'm like, man, <laughs> you know, I'm a skinny dude, and I and I want to, you know, I've always wanted to, to 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 you know buff up a little bit, but y'all make me want to get into it, man. So I, I, I don't need to hop on. <laughs> Look, all you gotta do is start with some push-ups, man. Especially with quarantine, it's it's it's. I almost feel like I'm in better shape during this wow. quarantine. And when I was going to the gym, um, like I've run way more than I, I've never been a runner. Uh, yeah. The fact that I'm running, you know, two, three miles, five miles now, I can't believe it myself, but I'm feeling, you know, better. Like this quarantine definitely like got me in shape. I don't even know if I'm going to, well, I'm not going to say, I'm going to go back to the gym. <laughs> I miss the gym, man. It's, you know, the whole <laughs> stuff getting by, but Lord, I, I do miss the gym. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, you know, and that's what we try to do, you know. Health is wealth, you know, like you said, the number one thing is, you know, you got to take care of your health because as we know, when we retire and later on in life, the number one cause for most retired people is health care. So if you take care of your health, you'll know you can, you be all right. You ain't got yeah. nothing. Oh, you can really enjoy your money then. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So Zay, man, what the main thing I'm excited about uh, and seeing and seeing what y'all doing is when you started the first gen wealth building platform, like, what made you do that? Uh, it's like that speaks to so many of us. Like yes. people who listen, me myself, we're all kind of like that first gen that's it's clicking in our minds. Like okay, there's more to than, than just kind of get by. You know, we can experience in this in this wealth game. So, what made you do that platform? Man, um, you know what? What what made me start that is actually George. Uh, okay. Hope- George is tuned in. Shout out to George Pitts. Make sure my guy, big bro. So I was talking to George one day and, you know, George is all about monetizing, you know, niche down, find, like find your, find your lane. Um, He did a live one day. He was talking about how, you know, certain people are assigned to you and they're not going to make a move until you talk. You just got to figure out who your audience is. Like, look at yourself. What are your unique characteristics? Find out like, what's that missing gap out there and see how can you fill it and um you know i noticed that you know in our community we always talk about building wealth and we should be doing it um but for you know when i talk to a lot of us we like you know this we started you know so many things we don't know because it wasn't really talked about and i was like you know what first generation like we we you know we first generation wealth builders like as 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 first gen wealth builders we need to talk about it more because clearly our family ain't talking about it so right talk to you about it and uh you know i was just like let's break that 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 stereo uh that stereotype that you know we can't build wealth and that it's going to start with us and so that was what really you know made me want to start this platform is to just reach people like us that you know it's like look we're in a better position now um you know we're making a little bit of money you know we want to do right by it but we're we're not really sure how to do right by it and we really don't have anybody to talk to so 
you know, I felt like, look, let's let's put this platform out there and let's connect with other first generation wealth builders and let's start talking about like how are you building wealth? What's your way or what questions do you have about building wealth? Like let's share strategies and once we set that first in place, now we can continue to build it and, and it can go to the second generation and third generation and, and it just goes on and on and on. And like you said, I just figured that it would resonate with a lot of guys like a lot of my close friends are first generation wealth builders a lot of people that i know are just you know in that same boat and i was like man i don't really like we talk about it but it's not really addressed you know and right. so I, like put it out there like yes we are first gen wealth builders and we doing it <laughs> and you know what Zay? i like that because with us i feel like it's two things when when when, when you see people talk about money in our community, it's either they're either it's a flex yep. or it's either I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to know my business. But right. when you create platforms like this and create conversations like this, it's healthy. It's like, no, we're sharing this to 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 boost each other up and to give each other ideas and strategies. And I think like that's a good another reason why I wanted to hop on this live because uh that conversation needs to be had, man, you know. Uh it's not it's not a, a flex when when you share your successes or it's it's you know, it's not something that we should just hide to ourselves. Like, I don't want nobody to know my business. No, because right. you can put in the next generation. And, and like we always say, our kids is going to become uh, uh, more part of their their upbringing. Because right. we, we're having these conversations. We're, we're, you know, creating YouTube videos and they're seeing this. And they're soaking it all up. And so their generation is going to be like, okay, this is just the thing we do. We can build right. It's normal. It's going to be normal for our kids. Because when we look at other communities, it's normal for them. They, yeah. That's what they do at the dinner table. That's what they talk about. That's the conversations that they have, and it's completely normal. And like you said, man, to to have you know to to put that out there and start creating that that conversation and make it normal for us. On top of that, it's like you said, I want to see everybody win. You know, right. I I want us to get money together. I'm not trying to be selfish because the more people we got putting money in, we all gonna get more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it, man. That's so true. This is brought to you by the Black Married and Debt-Free Masterclass. Get out of debt and start building wealth. In this masterclass, you will learn our five-step strategy to accelerate your path to financial freedom. We also break down the true key to building wealth. And these are the same strategies we use to go from six-figure debt to a six-figure net worth. You'll get access to nearly an hour and a half of on-demand video, a debt-free payoff calculator, fillable cash flow statement, and a 30-minute coaching consultation with me and Shira. Enroll in our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass. The link's in the description below. Can't wait to see you there. So uh, now I'm noticing uh, on your stories, I'm seeing a lot of invested, man. I'm seeing a lot of uh, you watching the market and everything. So tell tell me a little bit about what, what, what your... Uh, What's your strategy? Some strategies you're using to build wealth, and I mean that stuff excites me. Man. Good, good. So yeah, I can't. I want to hear about y'all too, because I got a, I got a real estate question. So um, yeah, like you said, so stock market. Um, I've always been interested in the stock market, um, and re- more recently, uh, I've been getting into options trading. I had a few buddies that they tried to get me onto it early, but. They just it was so complicated. I mean, when you start talking about all these crazy strategies and stuff of like butterfly spreads and iron campers and all that, I was like, I just need something simple. So um, I was like, you know, if I think the price of something is going to go up, what's something simple? And so that brought me to call options. Right. Um, 
And so what I've been doing is just studying the, the whole options contract. So just to kind of explain a little bit of it. So for people who don't know what an option contract is, what it does, it either gives you um, the buyer of that contract, it either gives you the right to um, buy uh, 100 shares of the stock or you can sell 100 shares. So it's basically giving you ownership of 100 shares uh, of a particular stock. Um, and with that, you can say, okay, I think the price is going to go up. And so I you know, want to own this contract at this certain price. So um, I'm, I'm going to talk about a live trade that I'm in right now. So I bought a contract on MGM um, and I bought it early May. So at that point in time, it was trading at like $13. And I thought, I said, you know, I'm looking at, you know, I watch CNBC all the time. I've been trying to post and, you know, looking at the market. And I was like, you know, I think that, you know, stuff that they about to start opening back up. Right. Memorial Day is coming. People are, are tired of being in the house. As much as we should be in the house, some people are like, I can't wait to get out. Right. Uh, you know, when we look at the news, you see, like, people are, like, bumping the guidelines. They don't care. So I said, all right, I, I think when Vegas open, you know, people ready to gamble. So that's and then you got people who love to gamble that haven't been able to gamble in two months. They've been saving. They right. Right. <laughs> Yo, they're like, oh, I got all this money. I'm going to the table. I'm putting it all on black. We rolling. So I said, I said all right, I think these prices are going to go up. So what I did was uh, I talked to a friend and I bought a, a contract. Now, when you buy options contracts, they have expiration dates. And so what that means is uh, by that date, the owner of that contract can either exercise their option to uh, either sell the, the contract and somebody else can exercise their right to buy the 100 shares at a certain price um, or it just expires. And um, I bought a contract for June 19th. I said by June 19th, I, I think MGM stock price could be at least $15. I was kind of conservative. Um, you know, I was like, I think it's at like $18 a day. So um I was like, you know, for my first trade, I'm going to go a little conservative. Um, and so what you do is you pay a premium. Now, the premium on that contract, uh, it depends. It might be like 80 cents. It could be a dollar. But you have to t multiply that by 100 um, because you're getting 100 shares. So if it was like a dollar, you basically pay $100 to own that contract. And then as the price, you know, as this underlying asset goes up and down, you either can lose money or you can make money. Uh, the thing I like about contracts is that uh, your loss is capped. So, you know, so if it goes down, the most I lost would have been $100. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you, you can kind of minimize risk is what I would say. But if the price goes up, I have unlimited potential for profit. Wow. As long as I sell it before the ex expiration date. So I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. So I was like, just with that basic knowledge, I said, okay, I think I can do this. Uh, in previous uh, previous to that, I did a, I've done a couple of courses, um, you know, learning how to read like technical indicators and charts and stuff like that because I wanted to like day trade, but this was, you know, before I got into understanding like you need a foundation. Right. And again, when I was trying to make that quick flip, I'm just trying to get the quick money. So I was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to put money away and I'm buying courses and stuff to get the quick flip, but now is actually paying off and um so i you know i bought the contract and right now it's doing really well man so i what i'm trying to do is learn more about it so i can really you know speak more to it and really you know put some content out on it about it. a few people have asked me and i'm like all right i'm gonna just tell y'all all i do <laughs> all options because that's all i know don't ask me about no crazy strategies i'm gonna tell you like if you like a stock and you know you don't have enough money to buy it but you think the price is gonna go up 
you know, maybe look at trading an options contract because you can get in the game at a much cheaper price. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, outside of options, other than that, um, just building a long term portfolio, man. Um, you know, trying to diversify, you know, thinking about the future. Um, so every month, you know, me and my wife, we uh, we have an investing plan where we, you know, we put money to the side to invest. And um, every month I watch the market and, you know, I just uh, try to, you know, pick, be strategic. So, you know, we've talked about dollar cost averaging before. And um, I watched a video and the guy said, don't time the market, but you can time your contribution. I thought that was pretty dope. So he yeah. was like, going to invest every month at least try to pick a, the best time to invest during that month you know it's i'm in the market but at the same time you invest every month so you're not really right. i'm in the market and i was like oh i'm gonna try that so that right it makes sense right? i was like that's pretty dope so outside of that bro we just you know we have you know like a 401k iras straight index funds we want to around with that that's nest day keep that simple um, in our brokerage portfolio, wifey lets me be a little bit more risk adverse, but I don't like invest in no crazy risky companies. It's straight S&P 500 top companies, you know, like right now, I think we got some Boeing, Disney. I mean, just it was it was stocks on sale. So I was loading up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get all the good stuff that I've been waiting on. I'm, I'm going to start loading up. I, I picked I picked. You know, a sector, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna buy in on this. So that's pretty much our strategy right now, bro. You know, we just focusing on, you know, the the 401k, the, the retirement accounts. You know, building a nice little brokerage account uh, while still, you know, trying to knock out the rest of this uh, student loan debt. And like you said, people ask, you know, uh, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's like, hey, I do this one thing, but this is the thing I'm focusing on. You know what I'm saying? And and really, all you got to do is find your niche, like you said. You know, so. I think that's dope, man. Yeah, so you got to tell me about y'all's strategy. Y'all yeah, so we, we sold our primary residence. <laughs> so uh, we, we had it. We had our condominium. We bought our condominium in 09 mm-hmm. and got that thing today. So we live in Sacramento, which is like an hour outside of the Bay Area. Right. So it, prices are they're high, but they're not Bay Area high. Crash, too. Yeah, it was right around the crash. Mm. So we got that thing, man. It was a three-bed, three-bath. We got it for 86000 Uh crazy man California (laughs) yeah yeah so you know we were just going we got 30 year long we was just young our first house whatever we was like hey we're gonna do the minimum and and then like you know around probably 2015 we started thinking like man if it's so low we could just kind of knock this out and and, you know that was the only goal was like we wanted to pay it off we want to pay everything off so 2017 rolls around we pay off our our condos uh, my wife's student loans everything and then from 20, 2009, 2019, man, the market just ballooned. Uh, so we was like, man, this house is worth something. Then at that point, it was worth two, two fifty. And we was like, if we always said if it's worth two fifty, yes, we yeah. might, yeah, yeah, we may, we may make a move. But we said, well, instead of selling it and just having the cash and like, you know, we, you know, what do we do? We was like, let's let's just take out a home equity line of credit. Uh, for part of the, you know, tapping into some of the equity and then just get a, a, a rental cash. So that's the first thing we did. We we got a, a flip that was it was already flipped. So uh, we couldn't do the first strategy. I, I don't know if you're familiar with that, where you buy something. <laughs> right, right, right. So you buy something that's uh, below market value that needs work. You fix it up and then you uh, rent it out, yep. you know, and then, and then, and then do it. 
a cash out refi. And pretty much when it works, if you do the numbers right, you, you did it for no money out of pocket. So go. we didn't, uh, we just, we, we were kind of just like, I just buy cash, which helped with our nego negotiating the price down. But we were happy about the house. It was in another state. So we was like, we don't want to be dealing with no flip. This is the first thing we've, you know, first real estate we've ever done. So the numbers made sense. And so we were like, let's just do it. And so then we wanted to do another one, but we had really tapped into all that equity. So we said, well, let's, let's pay it down. Uh, we paid it down and uh, kind of built that, that line of credit up again. So we had enough to go get another one. So then we had, we had two and, uh, you know, it, they were cash flowing, which is, which was what you want. And so that was kind of our long-term thing, but we, we, we were like tapped out as far as resources. Right. So, you know, simultaneously we we're investing in index funds, you know, 401, uh, Roth as well. And so to, uh, late last year, the, 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 the condominium market in our area started to kind of dip because, you know, HOAs were going up. So with that, the, the, we, we saw our, our value going down. So we was like, you know what? We should, we should probably go ahead and, and, and really sell this now. And so when we did that, we paid off, you know, the line of credit is, is, is a line item in, in your, your HUD doc. So right. now one of our uh, homes paid off and another one is, is around probably 40% paid, paid off. How did y'all, how'd y'all go about picking a place out of state? Because that's, the, I'm, I'm really interested in that because I, we live in D.C. Yeah. You know, the California is expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, I can't really do the rental thing here because that's, it's crazy. So how did y'all go about finding an area, you know, where y'all could you know, rent out of state, but was a good area. Like, you know, kind of walk me through that a little bit or explain that to the people as well. Oh, look, that was actually one of the questions. How did you find property managers in North Carolina? Cool, cool. Yeah. So it was real organic how we, we did it. We knew we couldn't invest in Cali. Okay. So we began to look. I had a friend that lived in Tennessee. So we just began looking at different markets just at random. Okay, so uh, we, we kind of followed this thing called the 1%. And this is like a, when you don't want to, really get into the minutiae of the numbers, but you just want to know, like, is this a decent area? So essentially, if you buy, get a house for around $100,000, with the 1% rule, you want to be able to collect at least a, a $1,000 rent, you know what I'm saying, per month. So so as, if, if that is, is, is a roundabout, then it, it, you could dig a little deeper and you know, that's a decent return. So we were kind of using that principle and just bouncing it off different areas. So my friend lived in Tennessee. I said, uh, man, you know, got some boots on the ground, you know, maybe he could go take a look at a house. Or, and so we were looking there, he ups and moves to Charlotte. So I'm uh -huh. like, hmm. yeah, I'm like, Charlotte, North Carolina, huh? He's like, man, it's a nice house out here. So we're looking and I don't know if you know, if you know the market out there, but it's, it's, it's turning into to California uh, East Coast. <laughs> North Carolina, especially around that Charlotte area, it's pretty popular. Pretty popular. Yeah. It's on the rise, man. I got a boy down there too, and he showed me his house and what he paid. And I'm like, what? right, bro, you got to I paid more for my townhouse than you did your folks, you know, bedroom house with a big old yard. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. So we was like, you know, uh, it would be it would be a great place for us to live, but as far as the, the ROI on an investment property was like, you know, probably went cash for a lot or we would have to just pay a lot more than we wanted to. Right. So 
we started looking at, okay, uh, Raleigh is the second largest state, uh, second largest city. Mm -hmm. The market is very similar. So we said, well, what's the third largest? Greensboro. So we was like, Greensboro, okay, yeah, that looks kind of good. We looked in some South Carolina too, but Greensboro just felt right, man. So I just, the first thing you want to do is they say you want to build your core form. So wherever you want to be, you want to get your real, your real estate agent, you want to get a property manager, a contractor, and your, and your lender. So really, you want those four. That's all you need. And if you get one superstar out of those four, they'll find the other three for you. Right. So we called around realtor first, and I found a superstar real uh, real estate agent. He had he, he said, I, I know some property managers. He knew contractors. And they just, he just kind of went above and beyond. So it really made it you know seamless for us. Uh, but it's just kind of picking a state and running the numbers. What, what do the homes look like? Okay, I want a three three bed, two bath. What are the three bed, two baths running for? How much you know kind of rent can I get? Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of different ways you can do it. We use uh, just the uh, the HUD uh, uh, fair market rent to oh, see okay. what three twos get in this area, and that'll kind of give you a general idea. And then you can run your your ROI from there. Okay, I'm paying X amount for the home, uh, and your ROI doesn't have to be as high if you're doing a buying home. Because right. you're not looking to flip your money. It's, it's long-term. Because that's so, buying a hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's worked out for us there. And, uh, you know, we're going to... That's why I haven't really got really into the single stock game and the options and stuff. Because I think, like, for the market portion of our portfolio, we're just going to index fund. You hey, know, and just kind of... Good. Yeah, that's why what I was trying... Honestly, what I'm trying to do is use that investment money to build up the money, the, the rental properties, you know, and somebody, and some people do a flip flop. They'll yeah. go do the, they'll do real estate first, and the cash flow they invest. Yeah. So. And it's crazy man, because we talk to a lot of uh, investors, and they do a lot of flipping, and they do a lot of wholesaling and different things. And their goal is to buy and hold, and we just like kind of just started there, right. which really has been a blessing for us because we didn't know any better. We were just like, I, 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 this is what people do. I get. But really, like you said, people build up to get to that. And so we kind of just dove in there and it, it's, it's been great because now the house that, that was paid off with us selling our home, now it's cash flowing. So we've been able to build, build, build. And by the end of this year, we're going to get another one. And, and we're going to we plan to do that, you know, one one a year until we get you know, 10 or so. And then Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did y'all have to use conventional loans or like, did y'all use like, because I know you use the home equity line to probably do down payment, but did y'all have to do like a loan on them or? Yeah. So on the first one, we used the, uh, we used the HELOC to pay it all cash. Oh, 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 yeah. So no loan. We just paid it out cash, which if I could do it back over again, I wouldn't have done that. I would have did the conventional because on house number two, we went conventional 20% down. And, you know, uh, as long as the numbers make sense and the cash flows, it's, it's good. It's good. So, uh, we did that on the second house and, you know, with the cash flow, we just throwing it back on the house. So we'll, we'll actually cut, you know, probably 10 to 15 years off the loan if we just keep it as is. But, uh, you know, as it, you know, bonuses and different things, we, we end up throwing it on there. So it's, it's working out, man. 
dang, yeah. See now, oh, I got, I got, I got all that in my head. I need to get a piece of paper and write it down. Um, yeah. yeah, that one percent rule is pretty clutch too, because I, I like that. Um, you know, my wife she went to college in Ohio, and uh, okay. Ohio is, you know, you get some good, you know, it's cheap properties. Yeah. You know, get a uh, some some fair fair market value rent there too. So that's you know how. I have a boy live in Toledo, and we lived in Ohio. The only thing was, we we would the cold kind of scared us off. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> I don't deal with the cold. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tell you, I, I don't. I, yeah, that's why. That's why DC was as far as north as I was going. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I think we got a couple of questions. So somebody put um, advice for finding a uh, fiduciary financial advisor. That's a really good. One. You want to take yeah. that one first? That's a good one. We, we actually wanted to interview a fiduciary licensed uh, financial advisor for our podcast, and I put a shout out on my, my social media platform. I got I got crickets, man. So I don't know, man. I don't know if a lot of people are just like, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they're hiding at, but uh, you know, that, that's actually a really great question. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, as far so, I know a few financial advisors. I'm not sure if they are fighting fiduciary but i do know that there's a website and i will probably have to look that up but there's a website uh, i think i've read it in a book i'm not sure which book i read it in but there you can go on this website and it gives you a whole t- a list of where you can find a bunch of uh fiduciary uh financial advisors and for those who don't know those are financial advisors who don't make money off commissions they own they basically are like look you pay me a fee and I advise you. They 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 have no incentive to push any type of product or push any investment on you because they're getting paid for their time versus how well your portfolio does or how well you know they they manage your money for you. And I'm, I'm not sure if you would uh, you know if you've read this as well or seen it anywhere, but I've always been told that if you're going to get a financial advisor, you should go the fiduciary route. It, it, essentially, they have your best interest in mind, so it's it's not they're not in it for them. It's funny though, Zay, because I, I follow uh, a Monica Christina Arvish journey, and right. so they, you know, they 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 they're the 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 gold standard as far as fire and stuff. <laughs> and it was funny they were they were kind of breaking down the fiduciary and the way you know they kind of like well it's there and it's it, they have your best interest at heart, but it's like it's kind of like you know it's their word, you know what I mean? So. That's one thing I would say, but uh, you definitely you're better off finding a fiduciary, someone who technically is supposed to have your best interest at heart, than someone who's just just an advisor. Because, like you said, they get commissions, and if I sell you this, you know, so yep. definitely want to keep that in mind. All right. So another gentleman said, uh, "Is cash out refi a different type of refi, or is it just a refi?" And then he said, "Can it be a HELOC?" Yeah. So, uh, great question. So a home equity line of credit. Uh, is essentially something that you can tap into. You can pay it back. You can tap into it. So it's essentially like a think of it like a credit card. Uh, you can swipe. You know, you don't have to to spend it all. You know, so if you get a line of credit for a hundred thousand dollars, you can take ten thousand and, and invest in this and pay that back at your, at your leisure. And then you can, uh, you, well, not at your leisure. Usually, it's twenty years, ten year, twenty year. Uh, and then you can take you know the, the fifty thousand from it and invest in something else. So it's a line of credit that you can tap into and pay back. Where a cash out refi is they cut you a check right then. And so it, 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 you're, you you start paying back on, on day of the, you know, day they cut the check, then the, the 
the clock starts for the paybacks. That's the thing. Then, um, oh, I like, oh, this one right here will be a good one. They say, why do y'all think it takes people so long to get the get the, get this mindset on investing, rental properties, etc.? Oh, I was hoping we were going to get to that. That's where it all starts. So, why does but, it take people so long to get that mindset? Man. Why does it take people so long to get that mindset? Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Merit and Death Free podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.